Welcome, spooky friends, to another episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories. Hi, Kat. Hi, Cindy. And you guys might notice the lovely lady with us, the famous, wonderful Sandy. Right, the Lubbock famous. Hello, everybody. Thanks, Kat and Cindy, for having me on today. Thank you for coming and chatting with us. I'm so excited. Sandy has the coolest show. It's called Sandy Talks Sheet. Because that's all I do. I just talk a lot of sheet about everything. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell us about the stuff you do? and Really heavy into into true crime. But my biggest thing is like red flags. I love red flags. I um, am obsessed with people that catfish. They actually, actually, I'm not obsessed. They piss me off so much that I I talk about it a lot. And so anyway, that's what I do is I talk sheet, I share memes, and hopefully eventually I'm going to get back to um, a show um, because I used to air like on Thursdays and then life got in the way. So anyway, I'm hoping to get back to it. But yeah, Sandy Talk Sheet, you can find me on Facebook and also um, the social undistancing show with um, my co-host Joe and Jamie, which is where I met Cindy. So, so yeah, I've been on that show a couple of times. You have super fun, very fun show. Well, we are super happy to have you. So, Sandy, you live in Texas, I the do. great state of Texas, where everything is bigger yes. and better, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You were actually looking at moving to Texas when we were first looking for houses and stuff like that, because it's, it's pretty similar to Washington. There's no um, income tax and stuff like that. So, you know, and prices and stuff were better and you could get like a whole bunch of property and everything, but right. the property taxes were a little bit higher than, than we could afford. So that's how we ended up in Alabama, but okay. we did take a road trip to Texas and it is really cool. I like it. Nice. Yeah. I love Texas. We've traveled all over the world and Texas is where it's at. <laughs> so. Nice. Well, we found some spooky Texas stories to chit-chat about. Now, so so that you guys know, Sandy and Kat do not know my stories, and I do not know Kat's stories, neither does Sandy. So it's really going to be a reactionary kind of thing where we're just going to tell each other ghost stories and react to it probably terribly. (laughs) Kat, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I do, since I covered two, because um, I wanted to obviously include our listeners that are, you know, we have a lot of listeners in Texas, and our biggest cities were San Antonio, Houston, and Dallas. Mm -hmm. So huge shout out to our listeners in those cities. Thank you for, for, you know, listening to our show, and watching on YouTube and we love you guys. So wanted to give you a little bit of history on some spookiness that might be happening in those cities. So you guys could go check it out. And the first one that I'm going to start with is San Antonio, um, which is kind of funny because my dad lived in San Antonio for like three or five years. I can't remember. And he loved it. So this will be fun. Um, and this is uh, haunted train tracks. So I don't know if, if you guys have been there or not. I've been, but there this is this is near the San Juan Mission. It's at the intersection of Villamaine and Shane. In the late 30s, early 40s, so 1930s, 1940s, on a dark night, 
A nun was driving a school bus full of children. They were coming back from a field trip. This is not going to end well. A nun (laughs) driving a school bus late at night. This is a setup for a scary story. That's what this is. Right? Um, And the bus actually stalled on the train tracks at this intersection. Um, And they didn't know it, but a train was coming down the tracks. And the... I don't... I want to call it a headlight, but the light that's on the front of the train was actually burnt out. And so they didn't see the train coming at them until it was too late. And the train smashed into the bus, cut the bus in half. The nun was thrown out of the front windshield and she actually survived. But all the kids on the bus died. Oh, my goodness. Right. I know. So, so what who haunts after- it? The nun or the kids? Oh my god, we're getting I'm sorry. <laughs> she gets so excited. <laughs> I do. So then the nun, who was just felt so guilty about that happening to the kids, a couple weeks later she actually drove to those train tracks and put her left her car on the train tracks and just sat there waiting for the next train because she was like, I can't take this anymore. This is just so awful. It's my fault. All those kids died. So she was going to commit suicide. And what ended up happening was she started hearing voices and her car started moving. And eventually the car was pushed off the train tracks. She got out. She checked around. She expected to like see someone who had pushed her car and there was absolutely no one around. And she heard little kids laughing and then that laughter kind of fading off. And when she looked at the back of her car in the dust were little tiny handprints on the back of the car from ghost kids that pushed her car off the track. Wow. So, of course, people have gone to investigate this haunting of the train tracks and um, they have had very similar experiences. Um, they put they park their car on the tracks. They put it in neutral, and then eventually the car gets pushed off the tracks. Um, they've done investigations, and it's not one of those instances where the the train tracks are actually like facing downhill, even though you can't see it. So the car is just kind of rolling. It's not one of those scenarios. Um, they've even done uh, what's called a baby powder test. So people will actually like sprinkle baby powder on the back of their car. And then when they check, they see little tiny kid handprints on the back of their car. Um, and there's been a couple photos of apparitions around the train tracks or what appears to be. Obviously, that's going to be a little bit hard to discern because you're outside there's you know so many variables when you're ghost hunting outside but right thought it was a pretty cool story disclaimer though if you guys do go look it up there is not any concrete documentation of a bus accident Mm. on the train tracks or a nun killing themselves or kids dying or anything like that but this experience does happen to people that park themselves on the tracks so wow to say so can I share a story about this? Of course. Of course. <laughs> so Have you been there to that spot? We've been there. Joe, oh, Jamie, I and I, it. we were out there. And um, Joe's our skeptic. We did put the baby powder on there. But there was like 
so many other people that were doing the same thing. I mean, it's a constant. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah, so it's a constant thing of people like uh, parking and then getting pushed off oh. and stuff. So we have been out there. Um, the funny thing is, is I very first heard this story like on Unsolved Mysteries. That was like my gateway to true crime and haunting nice. stories. But I did hear this uh, that story on um, on there. So, but yeah. Um, Yes, you got to beat the traffic out there, and I'm sure on Halloween it's probably even more packed. But yeah, been out there oh, before. I'm sure. I bet the ghost kids get tired after a while. They're like, you know what? We're taking How a break. How many cars like, do we have to push? <laughs> Just leave them on there. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to park on these tracks like idiots? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> do it. <laughs> so, did your car get moved? Yes. So, did you for- have handprints? We did. We did what? have the hand. We had, and everybody was like, you know, we didn't wipe it down. Cor- Joe was like, you didn't wipe it down correctly, but we did have one. And it was almost like just this side where it was just kind of, but who knows? Wow. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. That's it. funny that you chose that one. <laughs> yeah. How great is that? I hope you, I hope you know one of mine too. I don't know. Okay. All right, so these are a bunch of different little stories of things that have happened at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Okay. Where Sandy resides. Yeah. What? <laughs> so it says, one thing for sure, if the legends are true, Tech has a lot of ghosts and the chemistry building has several. It's funny, if you ask a professor or staff member about the experience of ghosts in the chem building, they will say yes. And at the same time, they will give you no details. Why? They don't want you. They don't want you in there looking for ghosts. The most common ones are the man in the basement that used to work in the old mechanic shop in the 1960s, and the graduate student that committed suicide in 1983. He is still trying to finish his research. I don't know. If I die, I'm not going to work anymore, you guys. (laughs) You know what? Forget the research paper. That's probably what drove you to unalive yourself at that point. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. The Tech Tunnels was another story that this person heard while at the Tech University. Apparently, there used to be a young man who would sneak into the girls, girls' dorm from the tunnels When the house mom heard about this, she was furious and asked the custodians to weld a gate so neither he nor anyone else could get in. The story goes on and says that on his final trip into the tunnels, he found the welded gate, tried to retrace his steps to get out, but became lost in the maze of tunnels for several days and eventually died. Oh, my. Mm, yeah. I don't know if I believe that because if you're already going into the girls' dorms, then how'd you get back out? Yeah, I mean that's a valid question. Yes. Um, maybe he never came back through the tunnel again. Maybe it was like a one-way trip, and then he just <laughs> went out the front door. I don't know. Oh, climbed out a window. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good possibility. I don't know. According to some, there's a secret storage closet on the third floor of Naphorn Hall. The story goes that a small boy died up there and remains there to this day. You can hear his favorite ball bouncing down the hall, and on some nights, if you knock on a door, he will knock back. Oh. 
Mm. How does okay, a small like child one. get on the tech campus? <laughs> That's an excellent question. <laughs> I don't know. And it doesn't even say it was some other building before. You know, it's not like, oh, this used to be a, you know, daycare. Or right, something. right. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe somebody brought their kid. It was bring your kid to school day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. <laughs> the police have been called many times due to a report of a woman standing in the windows of the Ranching Heritage Center. <gasps> That one I do know. You do Sorry. know that one? <laughs> yes, yes. The two-story building at the south end of the complex has had many reports of a white woman standing in one of the upper floor windows. Police have responded only to find the place empty. The woman is said to be the wife of the rancher that built the house. Okay. So the Ranch and Heritage Center is a museum where, like, everybody, they've donated, like, all the old school homes and beautiful um, homes. And of course these are, these are like ranch style homes. Anyway, we were in third grade when we went on our field trip to the ranch and heritage center. Oh, please tell me you saw the woman. Look, we all of a sudden looked up and I'm like, we were in our little group and I'm like, there's someone up there. And of course nobody else saw it, but I was like, there was somebody in that window and oh I was like, there gosh. was a woman in a dress. And I will remember that, yes, we were in third grade when we went out there. I've, I haven't been out there. Well, I went with the boys, but we got lost in the Texas Tech Museum. We didn't actually make it all the way out. But anyway, so yes, I've heard that one and I've seen that one. Girl, you are two for two. I know, right? <laughs> no, I'm excited for her to hear my other one, but goodness okay. gracious. Like, right? Least, Is, she can cooperate. Co cooperate? Corroborate. Corroborate. We'll <laughs> Thank yes. you. See, we're their heart. Um, no, she can. She can corroborate our, our stories. We're not full of. Yeah. No. Malarkey. Totally. <laughs> I think there was one I'm other like kid it. that saw it, that saw it too, and I, I haven't been in touch with him, but I remember. We. I remember it. Yeah, it happened. True nice. story. I'm so excited. Um, there's a lot of these. It says, "Ever attend the Carol of Lights?" Have yeah, you? I run the I run the Carol of Lights. They have a, a No, you don't. Yeah. Shut the front door. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it says apparently an ex student attends every year as well, but this one died many years ago. Upon receiving a goodbye letter from his girlfriend, he threw himself off the roof of the biology building just before the end of the semester. So this year, when you are at the Carol of Lights and you have a tall black man next to you one minute and then no one next to you after that, don't worry. It's just a ghost. Interesting. I feel like I've heard that, but it's been a long time since I've heard it. He got a Dear John letter. Nice. Gosh. So crazy. Well, now you know that the thing that you like totally direct or whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant to say like I run at that. They have a 5K, not oh. run it. No, that's oh, what I meant to okay. say. So sorry. <laughs> I thought you meant like you're you like, were it. You, like you were the thing. <laughs> no, I could never run anything. <laughs> no, sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Still though, when you're running, pay attention. Yes, now I am. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. The famous story... The most famous story is that of Frida McVeigh, a retired tech journalism instructor. She was working for the Lubbock Avalanche Journal when a cleaning woman was murdered on December 4th, 1967 in what was then the biology building. That biology building is bad news. Right? I'm going to write this one down. I'm going <laughs> like, to research don't go this there. one. Yeah. <laughs> 
It says McVeigh said a graduate student at the time nearly decapitated the cleaning woman in a third floor lab while attempting to steal the answers to a final exam. He was caught months later while using the woman's stolen set of master keys to enter the biology professor Kent Rylander's office in another attempt to steal an exam. This kid just needed to do his homework. I mean, honestly, you put that much effort into breaking in and and murdering? Come on. So much effort. Yeah. I mean, decapitating someone is, I hear it's difficult. So, I mean. (laughs) True dedication, though. Right? Honestly. A for effort. Too soon. (laughs) Let's hope he did pass that test, though. Right? Because if he didn't, what was that for? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, what a waste. It says, published reports at the time confirm McVeigh's version of the story. She, the cleaning woman, now shows up during finals. Supposedly, there's a big blood stain on the floor where she was killed. Wow. So she haunts the place during finals? I bet she's looking for that guy like, did you pass? (laughs) (laughs) Huh, I don't guess I've heard that one. That one's interesting though. And what building was that you said? It's the biology building. Our running group runs out at tech a lot. So I'm going to be like, hey, well, I'm going to give you all a ghost tour (laughs) while we're running out here. (laughs) Nice. If you'll look to your left. (laughs) Exactly. All right, so mine is Houston. My last story is for Houston. And I was really excited about this one because I actually love this restaurant. (laughs) Um, So this is the Old Spaghetti Warehouse at 901 Commerce Street. You said spaghetti? The Old Spaghetti Warehouse. I love spaghetti. Pasta is a girl's best friend. (laughs) That is the only place where you can go and actually get true spumoni ice cream and that is my favorite type of ice cream because i've of the never heard of warehouse. that before i haven't either i'm an uncultured so swine <laughs> but listen is it vegan yeah no. is it gluten-free because it's delicious <laughs> really yeah i went there okay <laughs> all right so originally the building was the Dessel Bocher Warehouse, which was built around 1912, and it was for fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Later, it became a pharmaceutical company, and then it was bought by the Spaghetti Warehouse chain in 1974. So this is actually the old Spaghetti Warehouse. It's a chain of restaurants. They're everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, legend says that a young pharmacist fell down the elevator shaft and died. Later, his wife, completely heartbroken, died a year later. Now the couple haunt the building, mostly the second floor. um, And in the restaurant, that was mostly held for parties. You know, so when you had a really big group, you reserved the second floor. That's where you mostly see the two ghosts. Though there is mention that the men's restroom is haunted by the pharmacist. (laughs) Uh, visitors have seen objects floating uh cold spots disembodied voices children laughing when there aren't any kids around that kind of stuff um the restaurant was filled with antiques including an old houston trolley car 
which if any of our listeners or our viewers have been to an old spaghetti warehouse, um, a trolley car is a must have, like all the restaurants have one. They're so cool. You can actually dine in them because they've, they've put tables in them and stuff. So, so cool. That's cool. Um, but believers, uh, paranormal investigators, excuse me, have said that a lot of the spirits, because now there's more than just the two that started, um, they're attached to those antiques. So, mm. you know, you bring in old antiques and stuff like that, you might might have an extra guest or something. Um, however, we cannot eat there currently because the restaurant has been closed due to Hurricane Harvey. So it's mm. not open currently. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yep. So here's what I got from that story. Okay. The men's restroom is possibly haunted and they hear little children laughing. So here's what I'm picturing. Stay with me. <laughs> A guy goes into this restroom, goes to the urinal, whips it out to go pee, and then kids start laughing. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> Such a cruel haunting. Like it that's is. that's just mean. <laughs> and they and they came in with the antiques. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bad, bad place for a haunting, I think. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. would say so. Mm. Nice. So okay. that I've never heard of that one before. So we'll just have to go. check it out. Have you been to Houston much? Um, yeah, actually, la- uh, in December, we were there twice. One for a Chiefs game. And then again, uh, Texas Tech had its bowl game over there. Ah. So we were there back to back. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. My last one is cool. Uh, well, my first one was cool too, technically, but right. <laughs> it is in Dallas and it is the Lady of the Lake. Yes. I've heard of this one. Have you? Yes. White Rock Lake Park, mm-hmm. right? So right, White Rock Lake. I'm just telling you now, I'm going to struggle on the <laughs> struggle bus saying White Rock Lake uh, it's not. Don't say it three times fast. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Okay, the ghost of White Rock Lake is really cool, but I do have an issue with this story, and I'll tell you what it is when I'm done talking about the story. So um, I don't actually need to read it because I remember. Yay! Um, <laughs> so it's a big lake that's really popular for like boating and fishing and whatever. It used to be popular for swimming. But you cannot swim in it anymore. And the reason is twofold. First of all, they decided to pull drinking water from it at one point. So they told people to stop swimming in it because they thought that was unsanitary for people to be swimming in water that we're going to drink. I would agree as a germaphobe. And then um, also the water nowadays is not very clean. So it's got a lot of bacteria in it, specifically E. coli. So people still boat on it and stuff, but you're told not to go in the water. People still do, but you're told not to. So back to the ghost story. Okay. So supposedly in like the, I think it was the mid 1900s, this lady drowned in the lake. Now there's two different versions I found. One was that she was on a boat with her family and it tipped or whatever. And she passed away, but nobody else, everybody else was okay except her. And the other version, she was walking by the lake at night and fell in somehow and drowned. Mm. 
So I don't know which of those is accurate. And technically, you guys should know that there's not any record of any woman drowning in that lake <laughs> at this time frame. But she was wearing assume. a white dress, though, of course, right? Of course. Had she yeah. was. She was in a white you dress. Have to. <laughs> That's how women haunt things, apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> if white's not your color, don't be a ghost. <laughs> she wore it after Labor Day, though. Uh, right. <laughs> so the story goes that people will drive past the lake and they will see her on the side of the road or in their headlights or whatever. And she'll be in a dripping wet dress. Her hair is wet and they'll stop to check on her and she will be very polite and kind. And she'll say, oh, I don't want to trouble you, but could you possibly give me a ride home? I'm, I really need to get home. And classic ghost needing a ride home story. So they say, yes, yeah, sure. They load her up in the backseat of their car. They get to the address that she told them to go to, but she's not there anymore. Only a puddle of water in the seat that she was sitting in. And the story goes on that the people go to the house and knock on the door and tell the person, the man in there, what happened. And in both stories, the man said the same thing. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. I get this a lot. It's my daughter. She drowned in the lake and, and people keep seeing her and she asked them to bring her here, but she's dead. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's intense. That right? is intense. Imagine getting that door ring all the time. My problem though, is that the two versions of the story I found were two different addresses that you end up at. Hmm. So... I Maybe don't they know. moved. Divorced parents? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Broken home. So, yes. and I've heard. Mind which one she goes to. You know, there are a lot of ghost stories out there that talk about a hitchhiker wanting to get a ride or whatever, and it and they disappear mid ride or. So that's kind of a classic ghost story. Mm-hmm. So uh, the fact that there's no record of a woman actually drowning there. Um, I'm not sure if I believe this one. Yeah. But it's a cool ghost story. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Might have to go and and see which address we end up at. I'd be mad if I tried to give a woman a ride home and then she left me with a big wet spot in my car. Yeah, left a puddle in my car. That's what I'm upset at. Yeah, that's rude. (laughs) I was trying to help you. You're at cola water. Yeah, exactly. Not Uh, just any water. (laughs) Contaminated water. Right. E. coli water. E. coli, that's right. No, thank you. (laughs) So if if you go ghost hunting, Sandy, you got any good stories of something really cool that's happened to you? Um, Not during our ghost hunting, because we've done like ghost tours and those were pretty cool. Um, But when you you said about San Antonio, it reminded me in 2017, we went to, we had a marathon to run. And we stayed at the Manger Hotel. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of those. Oh, I've heard oh. that name. I've okay. heard that. So, so there's, occupied. Yes. That so there's the Manger guests. and then there's Emily Rose, that, the two that I've heard that are haunted. So we stayed at the Manger. And at first, the water was the only thing that was haunted because it would go back and forth to hot and cold. Whether oh, you wow. had the hot It was awful because it's a very old hotel. So you mm-hmm. expect that. So I had told uh, my girlfriend's. I had gotten them some little tags for their shoes and I said, Hey, come up to my room. I'm I was like on fourth floor or whatever. And I said, I got those tags for you guys. So they're like, yeah, we'll be up anyway. So we're sitting watching bed and Eric and I, my husband, we clearly hear Sandy in in the hallway. And so 
I get up and I'm like, the girls are coming. And I open the door because I'm going to try to scare them. There was nobody in the hallway. Nobody. But nice. I, but we both heard our my name being called. Nice. And, um, then one of my other girlfriends, they were watching TV. They were, they stayed, uh, they were, think they were like second floor and they were like, one was on the bed, one was on the little chair. The other one was in the restroom and their TV went off and the remote was on the table. Like nobody touched it. Mm. So not like that, that show. No. Yeah. I was like, just change it. No. <laughs> but that was our, um, ghost experience in the manger there in San Antonio. Um, we we did went to Charleston and we did a ghost tour there. Now isn't Teddy Teddy Roosevelt at the Manger? There was a, there was a lot of people that stayed at the Manger, but I'm I don't I don't know all the stories. They had like a ton of pictures with ghosts in the pictures that were hanging up in the hallways. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love when a haunted business embraces it. Oh yeah, they know? totally do. Yeah, yeah, they totally. I do. can't remember exactly, but I feel like I've heard that. Teddy Roosevelt haunts the bar in the manger and like he has his own stool and stuff like that. It nice. it might be the manger. I might be remembering a different hotel. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. I think there's been a lot of high profile names that stayed there, but yeah, I can't, I don't specifically remember Teddy, but could be. Could totally be there. <laughs> I feel like haunting a bar. That's, that's a good afterlife. That'd probably be me. I could be down with that. <laughs> the only reason we didn't go into the bar it was because we had that that marathon the next day. Mm-hmm. Only reason I I've learned my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never drink the night before a marathon. Yeah, a marathon. Good yes. night. Yes. No. I I feel like going all the way down to my basement is my marathon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. No, I, know, I, think, I, I live in a pretty big house too, and I'm just like, oh, there's so many steps. Yeah, <laughs> laundry day is leg day. Honestly, though. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like if I die, well, not if, <laughs> when I die, um, I hope that when you die, you can like choose where you want to haunt, and it can be anywhere in the world. Because I really want to haunt Disney World, but not because I want to be at Disney World all the time. I just want to haunt it because I want to see all the nooks and crannies. I oh, want to yeah. see all the places that you're not allowed mm-hmm. to go. Or There's like a Fort lot of Knox or something. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of places I hear that you're not allowed to go. But I've also heard that, that it is haunted too. So, Oh, it's super haunted. We did an episode about that. Oh, did you? Yeah, a while haunted. back we did okay. Haunted Disney. I think I did two Disney World stories and Kat did two Disney Land, Land. stories. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because she's never been to Disney World, and I've never been to Disneyland. So I've been to the one in California, but I don't. I can't ever tell you what. That's the land one. That's the land one. Okay, that's where I've been. Which came first? It did. It did. Oh, okay. Yeah, he died before Disney World was finished Mm -hmm. in Orlando. Oh, interesting. So, anywho, thank you for coming and chatting with us. I'm so excited that two of those stories you actually like had experience with that's yeah. pretty freaking mm-hmm. cool it was meant to be the ghost they guided us right, right exactly <laughs> <laughs> 
why don't you remind everybody like how to find you? You, I think you said you have a Facebook group and stuff. Yes. We'll put those links up too. Okay. Yeah. You guys can find me over on um, Facebook. I'm forever sharing memes. So Sandy talk sheet, it's just um meme page. And I try to share like uh, news, you know, things that are happening, people that are lost. And I try to make sure that it is actually somebody that's lost and missing and, you know, all the good stories that are out there right now. So anyway, Sandy talk sheet. And when I do go back, it'll be Thursdays, 9 uh, p.m. Central. And are they live shows? They are live shows. Uh-huh. It's, it's a, I use a StreamYard. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. dyslexic. StreamYard or YardStream, one of those. <laughs> but yeah, we do live shows. People can come in on comment. And I'm always looking for guests. So Nice. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for having I mean, me on. I enjoyed it. Either one of us would do that for sure. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I love true crime stuff. Do you? Okay, cool. Then we'll have to connect and you'll have to be on my show. Yeah. yeah. I love the Black Dahlia. Oh, that's what forever intriguing, story right? that was never solved. But there are, there's a suspect, right? There is but a they suspect. Never... And then the one guy said, like, he thinks his dad did it. And mm-hmm. his dad, yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like the Zodiac. Mm. Yeah. That creeper. There's so many. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot of creepers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And for those of you that are creeping on our YouTube channel right now, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. And so we can have more visuals, be sure to share this video and make sure to ring that notification bell so we can make sure that you are among the living. <laughs> among the I living. That. I love it. I freaking love it. Listen, real quick before we go. I'm pulling up our Patreon list because we have a new one. <gasps> you didn't even tell me. I know. I forgot. Oh my I gosh. totally forgot to tell you because we just so got exciting. it like an hour ago. Yay. So we have two. We have Jody, and Hi, we Jody. have Tamara. Tamara. So, yes, Jody and Love Tamara. It. Thank you, you guys, for supporting the show. You're the bestest. And we, just in case any of you are wondering, our Patreon, uh, we have several benefits, but I would say the main one is probably the um, bonus episodes. We do two bonus episodes every month, one of which our patrons vote on what content they want for that. And the other one, we talk about one haunted house per state of the United States. And we're going through it five states at a time for each episode. And yeah, so... And our Come bonus episodes are not limited to ghost stuff. We get extra mm-hmm. weird in, yeah. in our bonus episodes. So if you just can't get enough of us, that's where we, where you can get more. Didn't we do one on um, vampires? Yeah, we Irish did one on vampires. Irish vampires. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. So yeah, that just in case you're wondering, that's what Patreon is all about. So thank you for come in and listening to us be silly and ridiculous and until next time we'll spook you later